Hi, everyone. Welcome to the latest of the Overboard Network's Below Deck podcast. Tonight, we're talking Below Deck, Down Under, Season 2, Episodes 4 and 5, titled All's Fair in Love and Downpour, and Everyone, Everywhere, All at Once. I will say, or someone who usually criticizes the names of episodes, they kind of nailed it here. So, got to give credit where it's due. Um, the wind and rain drown a challenging beach picnic. Laura continues to take forever while being not so picky with who will kiss her. Uh, a love pentagon emerges as the crew's feelings for one another are what looks like reciprocated. Aisha and Laura clash on the interior. Adam struggles with his crew members uh, and keep up on work while also lecturing everyone about it. Lou continues to dominate the screen, and I guess Harry gets somewhere in the episode? Finally, a guest dinner service goes awry when the guest preference sheets are disregarded. Now, Sean, there's a lot to get in because we're going to talk two episodes here. I think we just start at the top. Um, Hey, Sean, do you remember that time you paid a crazy amount for two days on a super yacht and just said, screw it, let's just go to a beach picnic even though it's about to rain? I... I have a rule that I've, I've learned in life. If it's going to rain, I don't care what you plan outside. You know it's going to rain. It's it's never worth it. You can try to tell yourself, like, this is fun. And, like, oh, it's just water or whatever. No, it sucks. It sucks getting wet. It's really cloudy out. It's windy. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> no, I, that, that was like, a great... I think it was nuts. Even like even the captain was like, "Oh no, we can we can get this set up right before it starts raining." It's like, "All right, walk me walk me through the process. Like, what are we doing here?" <laughs> it, it looked terrible. You knew it'd be windy. Like, I think that's on Captain Jason to just be like, "Hey guys, um, there's some weather coming in. Like, you you can do the beach picnic, and we can do it to the best of our ability, but we can't stop the rain. We can't stop the wind." Do you guys just like maybe want to hang out here instead? Yeah, like like be like, hey guys, it's not going to be that much fun. Yeah, let them know that. Yeah, Um, and then also because Zarina's in a rush now because lunch has moved up an hour. Captain Jason has to cook a probably two hundred dollar tomahawk steak on like a George Foreman grill. We never got like, was that steak still good? Listen, it's. It's getting trans. The steak's getting transported. Like, I used to make a joke. I want to be the close. I want to be the um, the closest table to the kitchen because yeah. I want the least. I want the least amount of time between when it comes off the grill to when it gets on my plate. That's obviously a joke, but <laughs> um, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I feel like at least it was a little better than like previous seasons of Below Deck, where they're like, "Oh, we'll just send them sandwiches." At the yeah, beach. no, they That's they really tried. Too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they really tried. I'm just worried that's a very large steak and a very small grill that Captain Jason was cooking. I I get they didn't complain, so I guess it was fine. You uh, know who's really winning this is George Foreman at the end of the day. I mean, <laughs> that guy made more money selling grills than he ever did boxing. Oh yeah, that was in the early 2000s. That was like a staple of every apartment, like when you can move off a campus. Yep. Like your junior year of college, everyone had a George Foreman girl then. Uh, John, anything else about the uh, beach barbecue? No, just like <laughs> shouldn't have had it. I mean, it, yeah. like 
you can have on your preference sheet that you want to have a beach picnic, but if it's going to rain, don't do it. I don't, I listen, I don't know. Um, I I'm getting all worked up about this. Cause I just hate beach picnics when you're renting a super yacht. So, um, anyway, we can, we can, we can move on. Um, anything about anything else about these guests? I know, I know they left a kind of a medium tip, but are we, yeah. are we just jaded now because tips have gotten so crazy for like sailing yacht? Yeah, I don't know what the because these were Australian guests too. The first guests were were Australian. Yeah. So I'm not sure what the exchange rate is. I'm guessing Australians have less money than Americans. Yeah. Like to be to be rich there, it's probably less money. Everyone seemed okay with it, but yeah, yeah that's fifteen grand. Captain Lee, Captain Lee would be pissed about that. Right. Exactly. So I, you know. I think that uh, listen, we'll get into a little bit more about the episode, but I, I don't know. It's it's an interesting data point, so we'll see what happens. Um, Sean, I do remember being five minutes in this episode, and I think Laura made the comment that she's not comfortable with the chief stew doing some things because Laura would do it better. So when you don't feel comfortable delegating to your superior, it's it's going to be one hell of a ride. <laughs> I feel like she's eventually going to tell her that. Because Laura is crazy. Yeah. I could 100% picture Laura like sitting down with Asia and be like, I don't feel comfortable with you doing a beach picnic by yourself. Yeah. You said that mean, to the camera. but So Laura Laura wears a wedding ring or an engagement ring, and she's not seeing anybody. And she doesn't do it to seem available. I think she wears it. This sounds crazy. To have guys know that she's engagement material. Yeah. Yo, yeah, she because she's very available. She lets people know that. Yeah, but yeah, that's <laughs> there is a Seinfeld where George wore a fake engagement ring. Yeah, and girls started asking him out. Yeah, so for the New York, for the New York City Marathon, I remember it very mm, clearly. Mm. Um, so maybe <laughs> Laura saw that episode. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, it just seemed like a. Uh, but anyway, going back to this. I also had another question about Laura. Is she buzzed during her interviews? Maybe. She seems kind of buzzed during her interviews. She's a day drinker and she's not afraid to drink at work. I would say, yeah, yeah I would say definitely. Yeah. So anyway, we've got a wing, a ring wearing single Laura who doesn't like to delegate to her superiors and is also suffers from time blindness. So it's a real, I just don't know how long she's going to last. If I'm being honest, she's like, if Vegas had odds, she's, is she more likely to go or would our, uh, our, our good friend, Adam be first to go who we'll talk about next now. Okay. Um, I think Laura, yeah. I think there is going to be a drinking during charter thing with her is my guess. Yeah. It could be Adam. And I, there is a slight chance of loop too. Because I like Captain Jason is very much not impressed with, uh, like Bosa and Luke. I so, think he likes him personally, but doesn't like how he runs his team. But yeah, so, oh, sorry. I'll say this: that like I think Jason is upset with Luke, but I think Luke needs to communicate a little bit more to the captain to be like, listen. I'm gonna do my best to coach up Adam, but right now he isn't up to snuff. And I feel like that because he he said during the episode that 
he doesn't want to throw his guys under the bus, but you also have to look after yourself. And I think you frame it that way where you're like, listen, I'm, I'm having to work a little extra harder with Adam. He's not really paying attention to detail the way he needs to, but I'm going to work with him. And if it gets to a point where I think it's hindering the guests um, ability to have a good time and get five-star service, then I think we need to have a different conversation. But right now Luke's just looking like he's not getting it done and it looks poor from Jason's perspective. And I totally get it. Yeah. Uh, Jen, that's a good point. Like he should let Jason know that because Adam's the worst type of employee where he's like, he's not detail oriented whatsoever, but when they put away the slide, he acts like he's in charge and he calls the safety on this boat a joke. Yeah. What happened? There was a hook near him. Yeah. So they have the crane. Yeah. They have the crane that has like the hook and it like kind of moves, you know, it's on a boat. So like it sways, I guess. And it's like, yeah, man, if that hits somebody in the head, that could be lights out for them. I like, okay, that's fair, but, but like I, he, he's very focused in one minute and then the next minute he doesn't care whatsoever. Yeah. He like, he wants challenging tasks, but then he doesn't really do it right. And then when he gets easy tasks, he like resents doing it. So you're right. He's the worst kind of employee. I love how after that, he basically calls a meeting. Yeah. With the deck crew. <laughs> and says that safety in this boat's a joke. And uh, Luke smartly kind of does a one-on-one with him. It's like, hey, man, I understand your concerns. Just don't say that in front of everyone. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, uh, He's got some. I mean, it, Adam could be the next one gone. I don't know. He's a weirdo. He doesn't want to hang out, like be friends with anyone. Yeah. But he takes his job really seriously in moments, and then other moments he doesn't. Yeah, I actually, uh, I, I feel like I had a, a good moment the other night. I mentioned like, Adam is awkward in, like a sneaky way, but Harry is awkward in a in your face way, because like, good segue to Harry also, but like I, I mean Adam just like you go to dinner and he like barely talks and then he goes for like a two hour smoke break and just waits for everybody to like be ready to go. But then you've got Harry. who's just like, I don't understand his game. I don't honestly think it was effective as it looked. Um, We'll get into what happened, but man, I was like cringing the whole time watching this guy try to hit on Margo. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I felt okay. So I guess we'll start with Adam. Yeah, Laura just like kisses his hand and is like very obviously into him. He's no time for her. Doesn't give her the time of day whatsoever, which does make her like him a little bit more. Yeah. Of course, that tracks for Laura and her like how her brain works. But yeah, like I don't know. Adam. And you would respect his focus and like, oh, I'm just here to make money for my family if he actually like was good at his job. 
but he's not. He, he also is afraid of the ocean. So yep. there's a lot going on with Adam. John, Harry, I was ruined for Harry all night. I'm going to say that, though. I really was. Now, during dinner, he sits right next to Margo, not playing that game where mm-hmm. someone else sits next to her. He gets right next to her. They're feeding each other food. And so that works out well for Luke or for uh for Harry, because Luke sees that and is like, I don't like that. Then he kind of starts flirting with Laura. She flirts hard back. They make out during dinner or like away from the table, but during the dinner time. Yeah. At the, at the brewery. Yeah. Yeah. I can't say that I was rooting for Harry as much as you were, but I thought I was actually feeling bad for Margo at some point. Like even after dinner, Margo's like, listen, I don't mind. Like she said this to Luke. She's like, I don't mind hanging out with Harry, but I don't want to get stuck with Harry. What is what? Like, imagine watching that back, you know, Um, (laughs) now, listen, we get further into the night and Luke and Margo or sorry, Luke and Margo kind of have like a a conversation to be like, you know, maybe we can just like reset and figure it out. Harry just doesn't let the whole like I'm really into Margot thing. I think she might be into me. Like we I'm not skipping over the hot tub Sean, but I do want to get to the scene where they're like it's the last thing in the night. They're both sitting in they're both sitting and eating. She's eating broccoli. He's eating like pho or ramen. It doesn't matter. They're both eating like it's the first time they've ever eaten anything in their lives. And Harry just goes on this long drawn thing about how he likes her, she likes him, yada, yada, yada. I actually thought Margo kissed him just to, like, shut him up because it was so weird and so awkward. It was tough to watch. You feel like it gets hammered into guys now, like, don't act like this around girls because it's sad. Yep. But it kind of works because he's really short term. It works short term because they didn't make out. Uh, Yeah, he doesn't give up. I know. So during dinner, when Margo after um, after Luke and Laura kiss, and Margo goes like and has a one on one with Luke, uh, I like when Harry asks Asia, "Is like, you think I have a chance, or like, who do you think uh, Margo likes more, me or Luke?" And she just goes, "She's with Luke right now, probably Luke." And that doesn't dissuade him. He he just he lingers all night, and it works to his favor. Like when they're in the hot tub, he tries to get never ever ever going. Everyone's like, "We're good." He's like he's just near Margot all night, mm-hmm. and because Laura steals Luke, I don't know. I guess Margot felt like she had to make out with someone. And honestly, that was. Harry played the long game. And when I say the long game, I mean till like 2 a.m. You know, and it's just at and uh Luke's not a long game type of guy. So obviously Luke and Laura hook up. I think they have shower sex, but I don't know. I mean they did. Yeah. Right? yeah. Yeah. Like they're both adults. Um and so Harry's like on top of the world the next morning. Um, you know, he's like, uh, you know, I thought it was a dream. I'm like, dude, like. He clearly likes Margo way too much. He's letting everybody know that he likes her way too much. Like, I just don't see this working long-term because, like, 
I just don't think nice guys finish where they want to finish most times. Yeah. I guess what he has going for him is it's not like a lack of shame. I mean, maybe it sort of is. Yeah. It's a, it's a, he's not afraid to look kind of pathetic, yeah. but I don't know. He, she's doesn't hate him. She does say, uh, one of the two of us tonight, like I kind of like Harry. Yeah. I, but I ultimately, I think Luke wins that war over time, but Harry sort of won a battle. Yeah. I'm going to call it that. And obviously Luke's got some explaining to do by hooking with Laura. You know, <laughs> I mean, I think it's, uh, it's, it's very Gary-esque of what Luke's doing. Let's put it that way. I think that they're, they're too, listen, are there some differences between them? Yes. Are there a lot of differences between them? Not a lot. I, I don't know that Luke has what it takes to be Gary. I don't, he Luke's may- a little bit too like self-aware and um, cerebral. Like he, he's, you know, he gets in his own head sometimes. I mean, Gary doesn't have that problem. Gary just does. That's fair, but he made out with Margot on night one, and he then hooked up with Lara on a night out. Yeah, but he kind he's... of. I feel like Gary, when if Gary was into Margot, he would just go for Margot and would tell Laura to buzz off. And I feel like Luke just kind of let the situation happen to him. He feels less in control of the situation than Gary does most of the time. Listen, I'll I'll stop comparing them after this, <laughs> but season two, Gary hooks up with what's her name? The Sydney. Sydney. Okay, that's and fair. then tells Sydney to buzz off because he wants to hook up with the other girl. This is the exact same situation. And All right, it that's seems fair. Like, it seems like now at the at, towards the end of this episode, Luke and Laura are hooking up after they do the next morning he kind of tells her like, Oh, go find who else you can hook up with. Like, cause I think he wants to then get things back on track with Margo. So I mean, listen, it's, it's a nuts situation. I, I think if Luke played his cards, right, he could probably have the world and Harry's just hoping Luke decides to not continue to pursue Margo. But Margo said, she said she's all the way out on Luke. She thinks, yeah, I think that was I think that was a quote, or I'm paraphrasing yeah. here. So that tells you a lot. Like, there's still a chance. My money would be on Luke long term. Yeah, but here, Jen, Harry's six five. I knew uh, you were gonna say tall. I knew you were gonna say tall. He's not ugly. I don't. He's got a British accent. He's got a, a chance. He's got a slight chance. So here's oh, the thing. Here's well, the, I, listen, actually, I, I think Harry, it's probably like 50-50 now. Listen, Harry's an, Harry seems like a nice guy. I'm not trying to like, I'm not trying to dog him here, but like, I feel like the sex appeal difference between Luke and Harry is significant. Okay. Am I wrong? Like, do you, do you see where I'm coming? Can you see how I could come to that conclusion? My wife hasn't commented. She didn't, she didn't watch last night. Did, uh, did your girlfriend say anything? No. Okay. Didn't watch. Didn't watch. Well, I I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I think most girls would go for Luke. 
because Luke looks older. Harry Harry has a very babyish face. Yeah, yeah. So I, anyway, I, I think we'll, I think it's kind of even now though. Yeah. So I guess the conclusion is we'll see what happens on that one. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. But, um... Man, we're just like going down these people here. So, oh, also, I guess I wanted to talk about Aisha because we didn't really talk about her too much yet, although we will. Um, I actually kind of figured out the role she plays here. She plays like a Colin below deck season two and three role. She's 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 hitched or she's she has a boyfriend back home, but she still likes really getting into like the weeds of the drama. Yeah, what what does Captain Jason have her do every day? There's some weird sexual tension there. I think I that's that, that's the internet, like hoping for yeah. that. Yeah. What? Oh, there's something with his eye. Yeah. Uh, puts in. Uh, puts his contact in. Yeah. Okay. That's I mean, like. I would think an like, adult knows how to put their contact in. That's it. Like, that's like tying someone's tie. Yeah. It, it leads to something, you know. If I'm Isha's boyfriend, I'm, I'm not loving that. Nope. I agree. <laughs> um, so I've only really got a couple more things I want to talk about. Um, Zarina. Mm. So pretty good first, pretty good first charter of these two episodes. Um, seems to drop the ball in the latest, in the, in the latest one. Um, preference sheets get messed up. Um, you know, some people don't like meat. She serves a meat, doesn't like steak serves some lamb i guess which i guess is steak adjacent um and you know just kind of like messes it up and it's not a good look for a super yacht so she's got to i feel like she just doesn't get the kitchen yet and it's like messing her up or she's just not that good i don't know it's a bad kitchen and she's not she can use like a sous chef and i guess she kind of someone's always helping her like captain jason's helped her a lot yeah. But yeah, some people struggle with like having multiple things going on or yeah. like not having full control all the time. But yeah, no, that was those were confusing preference sheets, though. Yeah. In her defense, because is lamb red meat? That's kind yes. of to me, it sounds like red meat too, but I don't know. I I would guess to the average actually the Americans don't eat lamb really. I mean, they do, but like it's not as popular as it is in the rest of the world. Yeah. So, yeah, it looks like red meat. So I would think it's red meat too, and I think Zarina would. Uh, she just kind of messed it up. She just dropped the ball. So um, didn't make enough listen. everything. She should have had and more of the of the vegan tacos. And it's it's not good that she got the uh, the disco ball helmet, and then kind of messed up the next one. So. I think that's kind of like a strike policy. You know, if you get the disco ball helmet and you still mess up, like where do we go from here? That if you get how many disco ball helmets in a row before you're fired, you just got to get sent down to the minor leagues at that point. Yeah. I, I'm not interested in her in Culver at all. 
No, I don't think that's a thing. Yeah, that. <laughs> I don't dislike Culver, but I don't really like him either. I'm like, I get he's there to like dress up in costumes. Yep. And kind of be funny, but like, I don't care about any of those relationships at all. Yep. This uh, this doesn't feel real to me. No. Not that, like, not that it's staged, but like, uh, they're not going to. It's I also don't... it's also like a co- uh, process of elimination. It's like Culver's like, well, I'm not going to talk up with Margo. I'm not interested in Laura. Aisha's taken. So, you know, and then she, Zarina's left, you know? So I get like how they like try to start it, but I don't think anything's going to happen there. Um, Sean, I guess my last point of the night is the guests brought or the the guests provided these preference sheets. It's got Mm -hmm. their names on it. It's got their pictures on it. It gets where they're from. It gets what they do. (laughs) Why is Aisha then asking the primary what his name is when he enters the boat? asks what he does, where they're coming from. Like, it just seems like they're not reading the preference sheets, which they are, but maybe she's not like taking in the information the way she needs to. And then you get the whole thing about the chef messing up preference sheets. It doesn't seem like they're doing the prep that they need to, to make these successful charters. So, okay. Maybe that's in Aisha's defense. Maybe that's her way of being like, it's creepy if I know too much about you. So I, even though I know all this stuff, I'm going to like in a friendly way, ask you everything. I will counter that by saying, if you've ever walked into in a hotel and they say, Mr. Cole, thank you for. Yeah. It feels good. Can I help? Yeah. Mr. Cole, thank you for, uh, thank you for, uh, you know, deciding to stay with us. Is there anything I got you? Can I get you a beverage? Can I get you this? That sounds way better than like, yeah. What do you want? you're right it does it feels good when they already know, they know everything about you yeah you yeah. feel like a celebrity and also you feel like i should be better at small talk that she wouldn't need to use that as a crutch mm-hmm. i everyone from new zealand and australia i just picture being really good at small talk so yeah. oh that's that a good what, point sean did you watch season two of the bear oh yeah not just oh, we're not we're not going to spoil anything here but basically there's an episode where um it's emphasized that like super super high-end restaurants they know who the guests are that are coming in and they anticipate things and so like that's supposed to happen here if that's supposed to be five-star service seven-star service you're not supposed to ask the primary what their name is when they come in i get there was like a is it renee is it a this is it a that but like there has to be some next level service where like it's above small talk, but it's, you know, just seems like something they can improve upon. That was a great episode too. Yeah. yeah. That, was, that was my favorite one of this, of uh, the bear season two. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, um, that's a really good point. Also, uh, <laughs> I thought this is funny. Asia buys store-bought lime juice for the guests and Laura sniffs it out. And it's like, this doesn't taste like limes. And adds yeah. makes her own lime juice. <laughs> I Laura's pretty entertaining. Yeah, Laura is. I think Asia was even like Laura's right, but I don't want her to be. So I'm yeah, just I hope ignore it. I hope 
Adam gets fired and not Laura, but I feel like it'll be Laura. Yeah. Unless, unless Adam like tries to coup d'etat Luke, but he's not good enough of a deckhand to do that. Yep. Yeah. No, I agree. So, all right, Sean, do you want to go into awards here? Um, Love to. I think. Uh, listen, I don't think there. I don't think there's a right answer here, but I don't think there's a top. Wrong, I don't think there's a wrong answer, but who'd you have? Uh, who'd you have on top? My winner was coffee dates. Because this was the point of difference for Harry. His standing uh, coffee date with Margot at 5.45 a.m. in the galley or the pantry, one of those two rooms, every morning. It Margot can't say no to them because she's also on in the morning, too. Mm -hmm. And she likes them. And I I don't know. It worked. It kind of worked. I think She's not staying up with Harry when everyone else has gone to bed eating food with him and like sitting that close to him, if not for those coffee dates. Yeah. So th- that's what saved Harry's game. And I don't know. People like having staying appointments like that for something Fair. fun like that. Yeah. Was, I think it's just a good move. Yep. Uh, that's funny. You make coffee dates your winner. Cause I have an interesting one for my loser. So, okay. um, but uh, I am going to make, um, I think Luke won the episode, hooked okay. up with Laura, while at the same time, not necessarily having the door closed on him with Margo. Didn't help him. But, you know, listen, there, as uh, Aisha said, there's a love Pentagon going on. And, I mean, Luke's the center of it. Let's put it that way. So, yeah. Wait, um, so, Luke, Laura, Margo, Harry, and then yeah, because like Laura also likes Adam. Yeah, it's a yep. Pentagon. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> so anyway, that's who I had winning. Um, Sean, I'll just jump into loser since I'm already on it. Um, you had coffee dates winning. I had smoke breaks losing. Okay. So it's a weak smoke break crowd in this season. So we've got Zarina and Adam. We're the only two. I mean, I'm sure Laura smokes, but maybe she just didn't on this one. But like, I don't think I could be less interested in a smoke break with Adam and Zarina. And I actually think, I actually think Adam and Zarina are also not interested in smoke breaks with one another. So bad season for smoke breaks so far. Those two have nothing to talk about. (laughs) Yeah. That's, oh man, Adam's such a drip. I don't, he's single. I don't know. Like Laura, like I wouldn't want to get in a relationship with Laura either. She's crazy. But if I'm single and she's hitting on me, while I'm drunk in Australia, I don't know. I don't like. You, you can talk yourself into it. Yeah, I get your line. <laughs> I get. I get where your your head goes. You're like, yeah, that'll be. That'll 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 work. You know. Uh, yeah. It's like I get it. Uh, John, my loser is actually Luke, and oh. I okay, okay. I I feel like we're gonna compare him to Gary. I'm not sure. And look, you good point about Gary didn't always control the situation either. Because sometimes Sydney would just would mess things up for him. Yeah. I, I don't know. I just feel like I feel like Luke's in trouble of losing the deck crew. Captain Jason's losing confidence in him and losing Margot. And like look, it's 
this is probably unfair. It was hard to pick a loser this episode because Harry wound up kissing Margot. So it can't be him. Yep. And so I just feel like Luke's on sort of shaky ground. Fair. No, like I, I get it. Um, I do feel like Culver has his back pretty well. Cause I think like, and I actually think Harry has his back pretty well. Yeah. So um, it's really just, what are we going to do about Adam? Which would be a great title for episode six or something. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. Now, John, to be fair, Luke made a smart move at the end of ep- the second episode tonight when he took uh, Adam off the lights. Yep. That was smart because that guy sucks at cleaning. Yeah. And <laughs> that's something that like, I think he even like you bring up to Captain Jason, you have to preface kind of like the situation before things get out of hand. So right now it could get out of hand with him in the next next charter or during this one. So Anyway, Sean, that's all I've got. Um, listen, we're we're just running through these episodes. We're already on episode five. I don't know how many episodes they're going to be. Could be a shortened season. Could be 19, and we've just got seven weeks left. So let's see what happens. I know. Yeah, it's episode six and seven next week. That is crazy. Yeah. I have to do mid-season crew rankings soon. I don't... <laughs> I just we got, don't know anything about these people. <laughs> I know. We just get everyone's names and stuff. Oh, John, one last thing. I know you hate when they appoint uh, Lee Deckhands, but I kind of hope uh, Luke does because Adam's going to freak out when it's not him, when it's Culver. Right? That's going to yeah. be yeah. very hilarious. That will be funny. They really should. I usually hate it, but I just think to see what Adam would do, it's totally worth it. <laughs> All right, man. So, you know, see, see everyone next week, guys. Thank you for listening. Bon voyage.